Welcome to Christian Life with Dr. William Baker. I'm your host, Dr. William Baker, and I want to welcome you to this week's podcast where we are going to be talking about some of the notes from 1 John. Now, the first letter of John, 1 John, as the Bible has it, there's several different uh, Johns within the Bible. There's John, 2nd John, 3rd John, um, each a little bit different, but uh, you know, some of them have the same information, um, just presented in different ways. Uh, and, and they certainly um, work together in their messaging. Now, in First John, and I don't want to get into Second and Third John. I'm going to talk about them in, in another uh, episode of uh, Christian Life. But in One John one of the messages that is being conveyed is that God is light and in God, there is no darkness, no darkness at all. Now, if you think about that and the purity of that light, because there's no darkness and there's no darkness at all, no shade of it, no, no, you know, fraction of it. It's just pure light. God is, God is light. Now that's pretty significant statement. Um, you know, no one on this earth can say they are of pure light. Everybody, in some way, shape, or form, has some something in their psyche, their persona, um, in their brain, mentality, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that you know, it, it's it's could be a prejudice. It could be some kind of hatred. It could be anger. It could be something. But you know, in God, that just doesn't exist. It's purity. It is the most pure. It's beyond purity. You know, we grade things in terms of purity. Say, oh, it's one hundred percent pure. No, in terms of human standards. But this is a godly standard. And that is, you know, I don't even know how you'd rank that in terms of, you know, if you want to say it's quality, well, it's a hundred percent. Well, maybe it's a thousand percent. But God is light. That's what. That's what. Uh, you know, one thing that John tells us, and we're supposed to, you know, walk in this light. We're supposed to emulate. And live a godly life if we believe in in God. We've you know, we've acknowledged that God is you know Jesus came to this world for that brief moment on the cross, accepted our sins, and you know he paid for that with with his blood. The only true sinless thing. And in a perverse way, we corrupted that thing. We didn't corrupt it. It allowed itself to, for, for just that moment, to accept our sin. Now, that's great, but we're fleshly beings. And we, you know, we can't know God while we walk in darkness. And that's a heavy statement. 
We cannot know God while we walk in darkness. You know, while we sin and we say, oh, I'm a, I'm a godly person. You can't say that. You, you may want to be godly. How hard are you trying to be godly? Have you repented of your sins? Have you changed your heart? You know, walking in the light and blood of Jesus cleanses our sins. His blood cleanses our sins, but we have to also walk in the light. You know, we can't know God. We cannot know the Father through the Son if we're walking in darkness. Because God doesn't exist in darkness. God's light. As I mentioned, we have to confess our sins. You know, we are sin. We are fleshly beings. We have to repent of our sins. We have to ask God for forgiveness. We have to acknowledge what we've done, one. Ask for forgiveness. And change our hearts. We have to live differently. Now, there's different kinds of sins. There are sins you can be forgiven for. And there's some sins that lead to death. Now, it says that throughout the Bible. It says that, you know, there's sins that, that lead to death, and there's some that you can forgive. Now, I myself, after studying the Bible, many Bibles, Latin texts, other historical Greek and Hebrew texts, I tend to believe because we have to interpret the Bible. If we circumcise our hearts, if we truly repent, we, we acknowledge our sins, and we truly repent, and we change who we are, and we live differently, God will not forsake us. We live in a world of worldly things. You know, we can't live in this world focused on worldly things. We can be focused on things, it, you know, it, for heaven. We can be focused on the godly things while we're in this world. You know, there's a God and then there's Antichrist, you know, that don't believe in God. And they're going to try to pull us away from our beliefs. They're going to try to influence us, and they're going to try to make us do things or get us involved in things that deny Jesus is the Christ. Now, how much does God love us? You think about that. You know, how much does God love us? He sent his he sent his only son here to die for us on the cross. And he lets us be called the children of God. So you've you've got a God sent his son, allows us to call him be called children of God, which would mean God is the Father, acknowledging that. Now think about this. When you're out somewhere, if you've seen some 
really young and little kids and they're playing and they're not paying attention and they turn around and they just say mama daddy mom dad something like that you know they grab you and they think it's their parent for that quick second you know most people would react and say well I'm, I'm not your parent i'm not your mother i'm not your father you know you you want to repel you know for that instant you're you know pushing back god doesn't do that god willingly lets us you know be called the children of god and, and god accepts that but you have to confess your sins. You've got to change your heart, and you have to stop sinning. I know that can be difficult. It's not easy living a Christian life. you know. And that's part of what John tells us as well. The world is going to be against us. You know, the Antichrist rules the world, controls the world. The world's a battleground, you know? Worldly pleasure is traps. The flesh is sinful. And we try to do the right things. Now, we can't believe every spirit that comes our way. That might be people. That could be that little voice that talks to you. You know, we have to discern. We have to test and determine if they're false prophets. That's a big thing, to determine if they're you know, are they godly or are they more like the Antichrist and want us to do things we shouldn't be doing? The whole world is designed, you know, for the power of the evil one. Now, the world is not the Antichrist, the devils, Satan's. You know, there's things in the Bible, and it talks about time frames in which, you know, the devil's going to control things, Satan's going to control things. But the world's not Satan's. The world's not the Antichrist. The world's not these evil spirits. You know, we can't get tied to things in this world. Like I said, we have to live a godly life. We have to exude godliness in what we do so other people can see that God does exist. It's not easy. It's not easy just saying you're a Christian in this world. You can be prosecuted. It depends on where you're at. Some people die. You know, Some people are killed. They have their heads cut off. Um, that's kind of brutal, but it's happening. It happens all the time. You just don't hear about it in the news. Uh, the news, depending on where you're at, um, you know, doesn't always convey that kind of religious tones. And then in other parts of the world where you may live at, you may be Christian, that may be prevalent. That may be the primary type of news. Hey, we killed so many Christians today. Or, you, you know, different parts of the world you hear about uh, priests and nuns and, and um, pastors and others who are, you know, lay people who are trying to do good around the world, spread the word of God. You know, I understand that people want to be like the disciples, but you have to be very careful 
uh, where you go. If you're dead, you can't spread the message. You know, um, sometimes you have to calm yourself and worship God, hold God in your heart. And you may not be able to proclaim it so loud. But people can still see it, how, how you act and the things that you do. You don't have to verbally say it. So that's, those, are, those are some of the important uh, things from, from John. You know, God is light. There's no darkness in him. You know, if we're walking in darkness and we're sinning, then we can't know God. We have to repent. We have to ask for forgiveness. We have to accept that God died on the cross for you and me, even though we may want to believe that, you know, he shouldn't have done that. It, it's certainly not worth us. You know, we're nothing. And he would do that for us. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. And yes, we, we are worth it in God's eyes. We're worth it in Jesus's eyes. We should be worth it in each other's eyes our brothers and sisters that are out there. The life does mean something. Not every life is the same, though. Just as we want to be good Christians, there are others out there who are not Christian. There are some out there who will never know Christ or Christianity or believe in God or Jesus. And those can present a danger. Those claiming to be of Christ can be a danger, and you have to discern. You know, it's a little bit more than, you know, asking them, hey, do you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and, and died for all of our sins, and, and God sent his only son to die for our sins and descended up into heaven after, after uh, conquering Hades and 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 rising from the grave we have to do a little bit more than than just ask that question the deception can be heavy at times we shouldn't make a great effort of it we should be able to visibly see whether the person or not is is godly and believes in jesus and and god and the father but it's more important that we change our hearts and we live that godly life. There's a lot more in the first letter of John than what I've went over today. Um, it's important to actually read it. You know, in, in 1 John, it talks about, you know, us being the children of God. We're reborn when we accept Jesus Christ and God the Father, and we change our hearts. You know, God is love, and we're supposed to love each other, the brotherly and sisterly love. We shouldn't hate each other. And that takes a lot. That takes a lot of effort when we're not supposed to hate one another. Now, we're fleshly beings. We're human. We, we have errors. We get angry. But we have to live in that mindset, and we have to rationalize. We have to interpret. Our senses have to 
you know, when we touch and feel and smell and hear, we have to engage them differently than we have in the past. You know, when we hear somebody speaking, it's like, oh, they were so angry where there is. Well, you know, even even I have changed over time. I When I listen to somebody, sometimes I can get mad. Sometimes I sit there and say, hmm, I heard them talking. It sounds like they're having a very bad day. What can I do to, you know, help them cheer them up? Not necessarily cheer them up, but, you know, what can I do to make their day a better day? It gets you thinking what you can do. What what do you what can you do differently? I don't I don't want to just rush run rush rush to a judgment and get mad and stuff. So we need to just be aware of that. And with that, you know, that's basically one John. But please read it. It's it's very good. We're gonna talk about two and three John later. And uh it discerns a little bit more on how you can determine if somebody is, you know, actually um, a good Christian or if they're an antichrist. That's a it's kind of a tricky word to use. People have uh, come to understand the antichrist. They kind of think it's like the devil. But if you read the Bible, it says anybody that denies Jesus is the Christ is an antichrist. You're anti-Christ. You're against Christ. So it's not not like a nickname. It's more like a label. So you can say, oh, it's the Antichrist. You're not thinking about, you know, Satan with the horns. Yes, you can think that, but it's it's anybody who denies Jesus. So with that, I'm going to say God bless. I hope everybody is having a wonderful day. If not, Please uh, be in touch. Go to my podcast site. You can always send me a message. I'll respond to correspondence as soon as I get it. And I will say, uh, just go in Christ and uh, have a godly day. Thank you very much. This has been Christian Life with William Baker. And God bless. <laughs>